Saints martyred themselves for a god that did not exist. Men fought and died for empires that crumbled. Authors wrote great works that were lost or never published. Painters painted masterpieces that decayed or were destroyed. Humans reached for the stars, not realizing that they were almost entirely alone in a mechanical universe. And eventually, a meteor would strike the Earth, ending all human life. All human achievement would be rendered valueless. No eyes in the universe existed to see if it had any value, even had any of those achievements survived the Holocaust that swept the planet. All humans had, like Albert Camus wrote, been as Sisyphus trying to roll a boulder to the top of the hill, only to find each time that near the top their strength would give out and the boulder would roll back to the bottom. Life itself and all its struggles had been a kind of Greek hell. And so, in this spirit, the author of The Role-Playing Hour wrote countless words, and actors spoke them for hours, using their precious life's breath, and seconds ticked away towards their inevitable deaths. And these words played on a station no one listened to, and no one heard them, no one laughed, no one cared. And each of the actors was to die penniless and unsuccessful, their dreams unfulfilled, their descendants doomed to be wiped out by the meteor. Yes, the role-playing hour, ignored, pointless, created with effort but observed by no one, was in many ways the perfect allegory for the state of the universe. And so now, we join them on a small hill in Happy Valley. So I finally handed in my thesis the other day. Really? After all this time. Yes, my thesis on Dostoevsky's use of prostitutes. After 15 years, it's finally done. What does this mean? Well, soon I'll be called a doctor. And not just for those illegal abortions I did on that oil rig. Can you finally fix Clutterbuck's trench foot? And my uh, trench hand and, and, and my trench buttocks? No, like I said, not that kind of doctor. A doctor of philosophy. I'll be a doctor of English. A doctor of English? That's right. Wow, so by handing in your thesis, so you can become a doctor of English, it's like you've succeeded and failed at the same time. Congratulations, DM. Ahem. I am a doctor of English. Really? No, you're not. Yes. Wom wom. Look, I have five doctorates. Two from Cambridge, two from Oxford, and one from Harvard. I also have an honorary doctorate from the University of Liverpool. Although everyone knows those honorary ones don't count. But these are just pieces of paper. But they are real. I just willed a change in reality so that I did each course and passed with flying colours. I believe I enjoyed it. I also explored my sexuality with Tumnus in the ore storage shed at the Oxford Rowing Club. No, it doesn't count. I spent 13 years of my life and you just willed a previously non-existent timeline into existence with a thought. It counts. I remain better than you. And now I have seven more degrees. You don't just have honorary degrees. This piece of paper says you're an honorary mythbuster. Yes, I got that for forwarding the course of popular science. And because of the academic trust I set up, they made me a guest on their show. Today we're exploring the myth that aliens can't feel what we humans call love. And to test this myth, I'm going to make out with this disembodied alien intelligence for eight hours.
I also made out with Kari Byron. You bastard! Don't worry, DM, at least you got there first. I never made out with Kari Byron. Well, there was a one time with the computer screen, but no, I never did! I mean, you got there first with the degree. No! In the altered reality I have willed into existence, I got there first. The DM even cited my groundbreaking academic work in his own thesis 17 times. No, I wait! You're Professor Gordon Sen. Oh, I remember now. You presented at that conference. Your paper was about Dostoevsky's use of professional sex workers. My seminar was actually entitled Dostoevsky's Use and Abuse of Ladies of the Night, Seminal Works Between the Sheets. You son of a... They made me adjust my research proposal after that because they said I wasn't creating an original work. Sucks to be you. There, there, DM. Soon you'll be a doctor in a field no one cares about or has any respect for, and that's what's important. Yes, yes, I suppose you're right. And it makes me feel good, you know, for the sake of my exes. For your exes? Why? Well, think about it. Every woman who ever had sex with me, previously it was just an embarrassing, disappointing, and possibly disgusting experience for them. They slept with a nobody, a loser, and someone who cried after he came. But now, when they think back or are forced to confess the act to a counsellor, they can say, I had sex with a doctor. Their shame is just a little reduced. And that reduction in shame could be the difference between suicide and non-suicide. Their friends will say, yeah, he was balding, he had a paunch, and he smelled like that odour at the bottom of a wheelie bin that won't go away even after you hose it out, but at least he was a doctor. Think of the scaric of dignity I'm restoring to them. The oppressive weight of guilt I'm just partially taking away. It's like a papal indulgence or something. Really, I like to think I did it all for my exes. Dostoevsky's use of prostitutes was for your exes. Dostoevsky's use of prostitutes was for my exes. You're a humanitarian, DM. Really? They should call you Dr. Love. Yes, they should call me Dr. Love. But what about if the friends of the exes ask what you have a doctorate in and the ex has to say he's a doctor of English? Well, then... They can just lie about that part. They could say, oh, I don't know what field exactly, and quickly change the subject. Yes, it gives them plausible deniability to their friends. They would only have to cry when they got home and face themselves in the cold, hard, strip-like glare of the bathroom mirror. Yes, when they got home. Because they would still know what they had done. Yes. It would be like Edgar Allan Poe's The Telltale Heart, but with the DM's penis. Yes. The Telltale Penis. She tries to sleep, but she hears a thunk, thunk, cause the DM's little penis is beating against the floorboards of her mind, reminding her of her crime. Yes, I think a slightly louder thunk, but essentially yes. The Telltale Heart. That was a good analogy, Jim. You should be a doctor of English. Thanks, Clutterbuck. That was very good, Jim. I am impressed by your literary aplomb. I would like you to be my new research assistant. Aw, thanks, Alien. Guys, I'm really sorry to interrupt, but can we just focus here? Please stop talking about yourselves and your sex lives. We're at a funeral for my late boyfriend, Herschel, remember? Show some respect for Porky. Oh, yes. Died of old age, the poor guy. I know. I'm so heartbroken. My first love... He has no family left to be here. It's just us. Can you guys please say a few words? Um, well, he lived. And while he lived, he was very well endowed. Yes, we became aware of that fact when he would not stop talking to us while naked at the gym. He's 83 years young. 83 years young and dead. <clears throat> Porky Herschel. He was a well-endowed old man who went the way he lived... Well endowed. Thanks, DM. That was so beautiful. 
But can we say something about him that wasn't about him being well endowed? Um, he had nice skin. Clutterbuck, you know that's a lie. I couldn't think of anything to say. She might not know that I was lying. She might thought his skin was nice. Porky, you made beautiful bird cages, and though you were old, you were young at heart. For the brief time I knew you, you lit up my world. <coughs> Guys, do you think I should break up with him? What? Well, I didn't break up with him before he died. I don't want to meet him in heaven and be like, Oh, I was on Earth 70 more years and had eight other boyfriends. In heaven, we're still together. If I don't break up with him, I'll have to stay true to him for the rest of my life. Breaking up? Hmm, I think you might have missed the boat on that one. Porky, Porky, if you can hear me, we have to talk. I just don't think this is working out. You're dead, and I like to do things above ground. I prefer breathing, and you don't. I think we've just, we've grown apart. You want to settle down in a little place six feet underground, and I'm just not sure that's for me. What I'm saying is, Porky, I think we should break up. Say something if you disagree. I think Porky accepted it. It's a harsh truth, but in his heart, he knew we just weren't meant to be. At least he has all the things he has now, you know, darkness and Worms, decay, to keep him company. He doesn't need me. Aw, <coughs> oh, you go, girl. That was the hardest thing I've ever had to do. Aw, <laughs> oh, there, there. I had my first breakup today. Oh, I need a girl's night out. You do. You owe it to yourself. Oh, I'm going home and writing my diary about the breakup and heartbreak. Maybe I'll listen to some Shania Twain. Crank some Shania. My name is Freddie Williams II, and I hate the role-playing hour because they turned me into a juvenile delinquent. This is K9 reporting, Master. You sent me to study the FM band radio program known as the role-playing hour and determine whether it is in need of cancellation. The answer is... Affirmative. Oh, I'm so alone. I broke up with my boyfriend. I've got to do something to put my mind off my troubles. What can I do to help, flimsy mortal? I need a girl's night in. Or a girl's night out. In and out. With girls. That's what I need. Shall I seek out your female friends, imprison them in a crystal web, and bring them hither? It's funny. I don't really have any female friends. I did, but since I moved in here, they all seem to have vanished. Yep, that's the DM in Clutterbuck. It's some kind of pheromone they secrete, I think. It drives most women away because we live here near their constantly glandular bodies. We are covered with that pheromone. Isn't that right, Clutterbuck? Hmm, I don't secrete a pheromone. That's it! Oh, sorry, I, I think I sneezed on you. Evolution hardwired them to be alone. It knew that their genetic material must not ever be passed on, that they are both evolutionary dead ends, so it built in a kill switch, an anti-breeding toxin. I don't have any male friends either. In fact, neither do any of you. Yes, I'm beginning to think their pheromone turns away all life. That must be why I'm single. 
Sorry for covering you in pheromone, Jim. It's okay. I'll just save up enough to move out, and then I'll be the bow of the ball again. The pheromone never washes off, Jim. It gets under your skin. Aww. It's in you now. In your dark places. Aww. Yes. Pheromone. (laughs) I can't believe I broke up with my boyfriend. I can't believe my relationship ended. My first love. And he chose death instead of me. He cheated on me with the Grim Reaper. Oh, boo-hoo. There, there, Wendy. Whenever I am down, I look into the burning heart of a supernova. Seeing the raw entropic force of the most powerfully destructive event in the universe, it buoys me. Shall I take you to look at one? Oh, are some stars going supernova nearby? No, but if she likes, I can just blow up yours. I've never gone through a breakup before. How do you guys deal with it? DM, what do you do to get over a relationship? I curse God for making me ugly, and then I get drunk and go on Facebook and sexually harass anyone female on my friends list until there is no one female left on my friends list anymore. Mm, Sounds nice. But I can't do that because God didn't make me ugly. Jim, what do you do after a breakup? Usually I just keep making out with whoever I was cheating on my partner with when he walked in, saw us, and broke up with me. Does it help? Yeah, it really does, surprisingly. Helps me through the tough times. Well, I can't do that because I didn't cheat. Porky cheated with the Grim Reaper. Clutterbuck, what do you do after you lose a girlfriend? Well, glad you asked, Wendy. Usually I just go to the pet shop and buy a new one. Relationships have a heavy cost, you know. Usually it's six dollars or two for ten. Uh-huh. Alien, what about you? How do you cope with a breakup? I have never broken up with anyone. I have never been in love. I have never been loved. Aww. It does not bother me. Love is a pitiful human delusion. It is a sign that you are ruled by your biological processes and not able to perceive any worthwhile achievement beyond them. Aw, alien, never loved, you poor thing. Now I'm even more sad. (laughs) Wendy, we can have a girls' night in together. I will be all the girls. I have always felt I was a beautiful lady. Deep down. Now is the time. Allow me to be female all over you. Okay. Ah, I feel so free. Like the me I always intended. Great. Mm, uh, mm. Um, mm, what do we do on a girl's night in? I don't really know. I haven't been to any since high school. Most of what I know about them comes from TV and movies. I, I guess we can do each other's nails. Ah, uh, like this. Wom wom. Your nails are purple. No. Wom wom. Your nails are magenta. No. Wom wom. Your nails are desert khaki. No, the fun is in actually doing the nails. The process, it's soothing, it's human contact. You know, and we talk, it's reassuring. What else do we do? Maybe a makeover? A makeover! I can make you over. Wom wom. You have a pigeon chest. Alien, no! Wom wom. You have gigantism. No! Wom wom. You have a second head, and it is a naked mole rat head sticking out of your shoulder. Behold, your second, smarter, mole rat conjoined sibling. I grant control of most of your arms and one of your legs to the mole rat. No! Oh, hey, naked mole rat head. No, 
take those away. Turn me back to normal. I mean, we can make each other pretty. Again, it's the process that is important. It's calming. You could do my eyebrows, you know, shape them, make them pretty. Very well, Wom Wom. Jim, where are the oxyacetylene welding goggles? No, uh, alien. Well, instead of the cheesy, idolized, rose-tinted girls' night in, we could just have a traditional girls' night in. How does that one go? Well, if I remember how they went in high school, we could just get really drunk and smoke and make fun of other people we don't like. Hmm. Very well. Jim is inconsiderate and narcissistic. Hey. No. Clutterbuck leaves an inordinately large carbon footprint. <laughs> you got me there. No, you have to wait till they're not here. Besides, making fun of people isn't really nice now that I think about it. Oh, I don't know what we can do to make ourselves feel better. Hey, what is the stuff on the table here? Ah, Porky left me all this stuff when he died. He didn't have much in the end, but he had no living relatives, so it went to me. I don't know why he chose to give it to me when it's obvious he loves that death so much. Could have given it to her, that slut. I'm sorry, death. You're not a slut. You're just confident in your sexuality. What's in here? Old bird feeders, old movies, old photos. It's just junk, Jim. I already checked it to see if he left Wendy any food scraps. He only left two. One was a bushy green part of a carrot. I made a soup. What is this? Super chap? Oh, that's just some old-timely movie Cyril Porky used to star in when he was young. He played some kind of a superhero. One that doesn't exist anymore, and yeah. Ah, uh, yes, super chap. If my lore serves me correctly, from 1945 to 1954, he was Norway's most popular hero. Originally published in Wapachow Comics, and hardly remembered today, he was just another bland Superman ripoff. Super chap and the slavers. Do you have anything to watch these on? I don't think so. I tried, but they wouldn't fit into the Blu-ray player. There's an old projector over by the door there, Jim, in the second pile of stuff he left. Oh, wow. I might just check these out. Can I, uh... Can I watch two? I love superheroes. Sometimes, just so I can feel like a superhero, I can make crimes so I can catch myself and turn myself in. But not before punching myself a bit. Yeah, sure. Come and watch, Clutterbuck. <laughs> now, I think I just put the film in here. Wow. Look at this. Super Chap and the Slavers. And the Slavers are capturing Super Chap. And they're tying him down to a table. His underwear is on the outside. Oh, wow. They're chaining him up as well. And they're exposing him to his one weakness, Globetronium. Poor Super Chap. At the mercy of all those bad guys. Wow. Look at the bulge in his costume. You can tell that that superhero was played by a young Herschel. He's certainly well endowed. Yes, so well endowed and so helpless. Look at him struggle, but he can't get away. Super Chap is completely at the mercy of his captors. <sighs> Jim, you're drooling on my arm. You're having a stroke? No, I'm just resting my hand on my thigh. Hmm. This Super Chap movie isn't bad, is it? It's, it's the greatest movie I've ever seen. Ah. Uh predictable. And now, in in the new scene, they're whipping him. Look, look, they're ripping his costume with each lash of the bullwhip. Oh. Now they've knocked him out and they're carrying his limp body to their secret lair. Wake up, Super Chap, and save the day. Oh. Jim, why are you biting on your belt? Because Super Chap is the greatest movie character of all time. This is Jonathan Frakes and I hate the role-playing hour so much that whenever I hear it, 
I want to eject my warp core. This is Core Nimic, and I hate the role-playing hour. Because they had sex with David Faustino's midget mother, and it was my turn. Hey, Wendy. Shush, Jim. We are having special time with just us ladies. You are not welcome here. It's okay, alien. We might as well let boys into our girls' night out. Wendy, I just wanted to say, I've been watching some of Herschel's movies. Yeah, they're black and white, aren't they? It must have been strange when they finally started making colour movies for the first time. DM, what was it like when they started making colour movies for the first time? Yeah, it was pretty good. Bit of a shock. I've been watching a few of Herschel's old films, and I just want to say, I understand now. Herschel was a great man. And don't remind me of my ex. I'm trying to get over him. You know, we just broke up today at his funeral. He was a great, great man. I get you now. I understand. Look, in this box, more photos of him. Look how handsome he was. How vulnerable. How prone to being tied up and whipped. He's old news. I'm over him. I've watched Super Chap and the Slavers, Super Chap and the People Traders, Super Chap and the Space Dungeon. They're serials, so they're all really short. Every installment ends with him in peril, so, you know, he's tied up or at the mercy of the bad guy somehow in his flimsy superhero costume. Mm, The costumes were so bad back then. They looked like they were made out of nylon. So easy to rip off with your teeth. We spent a beautiful time together, but he left me. And now I'm alone. He went off to heaven and dumped me here. We need to find some form of black magic so we can bring him back. What? Nothing. I'm just going to go watch more of these movies. Bye. I'm sure Jim would never think of anything so dirty, but watching Super Chap, it made me think there's something a bit sexual in superheroes always getting bound and gagged, isn't there? I'm surprised nothing underwards ever happened to them in the comics. What with them getting knocked out and tied up all the time? Superhero worlds are full of egomaniac freaks, murderers, violent types. If even the US military and the Australian Navy have cases of sexual violence against men and women, why do supervillains never choose that particular kind of villain tree? Ah, Batman, I finally have captured you. I shall have the last laugh. (laughs) Yes, there you are, unconscious, and here I am, a wildly dressed psychopath who expresses myself through sickening and outlandish acts of violence. I have no moral scruples. If there was some way, I could completely disempower you while at the same time empowering myself. I'm always trying to wreck your life and shame you with my elaborate schemes and killing off the people you love and crude aggression using whenever I can inflict trauma. If only, Batman, if only there was some way I could make you feel awful and ashamed while making myself feel strong. If only there was some dastardly criminal act. Now that you are unconscious, if there were only some way I could... I'm pretty sure there's something in the comics code against that particular kind of villain tree. Hmm, if comics were more realistic. Yeah, I'm kind of glad they're not. I suppose you'll have to go into the whole dating scene again, Wendy. I don't want to think about that right now, Clutterbuck. As your only female friend, I feel it is my duty to say, you've got to get back in the game, girlfriend. I guess. It's been three hours since me and Porky broke up. 
I don't want to mope around the rest of my life. Pheromone. Oh, yeah. Pheromone. No boys will go near me. Does this mean I'll be alone forever? Like you guys? It's not so bad when you get used to it. Just masturbate in the morning before your shower like you might take a shit or blow your nose. Just think of sexual climax as a meaningless bodily function that you have to get out of the way so you can focus on more important things. Mm, I like to masturbate in the bath. When the rubber ducky can see me, the guilt of being observed increases my sexual pleasure. Wait, but I have baths in that bath. Just whack one out first thing, then you can get it out of your system and you don't obsess all day. Makes you realise it wasn't all so important anyway. Really? Yeah, just close the door of your room, look in the mirror, and play around down there. Why do I need to be in front of a mirror? That's what girls do, don't they? Wendy, in front of the mirror. What are you doing, Clutterbuck? Oh, just writing down on my list of things to think of when I'm in the bath. Oh. Now, were you picturing her splayed on her back in front of the mirror or standing? Uh, I was picturing her splayed. Standing would be awkward, wouldn't it? She'd kind of have to have her legs apart to be able to reach down and do it like this. Mm, no, because she could do it like this. But no, oh, but wouldn't she have to... No, try putting your legs like this. Oh. Guys, I appreciate all the helpful advice you've given me, but could you please stop standing and miming me masturbating? Oh, sorry, but the point is, she could do it however. Just jam her hand down her trachydax, you know. It doesn't have to be formal. It's just a biological function she's getting out of the way. Hmm. However, she could do it like this. Oh, one foot up against the wall. That's very imaginative, Clutterbuck. Then she could get a real good view in the mirror. Or she could even prop the mirror on the floor and look straight down at it. Hmm, she could. She could watch as the fairies and unicorns come out. But what about human contact? Don't you miss that? Well... I have my action figures. I can pose them. Sometimes it's like posing a human. I can run Batman's fingers through my hair. He has a really good Batman toy. Sometimes I run its fingers through my hair. It's true. Sometimes we sit on the couch and Batman runs his fingers through both our hair. I'm just not sure that would do it for me. I'm not sure that's as good as a hug or a kind word or a warm grip of a real hand in mine. Oh, here, look, it's a deluxe Batman. Six inches tall. This thing costs $300. Look, let him run his hand through your hair. Ah, oh, that's pretty good. The touch of his plastic fingers. And you don't feel so alone. I wish I had hair. But what about support when you're feeling down through the hard times. Mm, sometimes I clasp a Dalek close to me when I fall asleep at night. His little plastic plunger lets me know that everything is going to be a-okay. I guess. Treating orgasm like a mundane and slightly repulsive biological act to get it out of the way and playing with action figures is almost like being in a relationship, but... It just doesn't seem to match up in every way somehow. You'll adjust to being alone, Wendy. We all do. One day you'll just accept it. It's like giving up. And afterwards you feel free. I don't know. Alone until I die? Maybe I should have just stayed with Porky? At least then I wouldn't have to be single in heaven. Oh, no. No, 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 no. None of this. Come on. Come on. Let's try the alone life, all three of us. Come on. Step one at least. I didn't get anything done this morning myself because I was in a rush to get to the funeral and, you know, respect for the dead. Let's all go to our rooms, come back, meet back here in five, see how you feel. I bet your head will be clearer. Okay. Okay, one, two, three, go. Oh, 
I am the only one left in here alone because I cannot touch myself. Because I have no physical body to touch. This is awkward. <clears throat> also, I can see through the walls. This is awkwarder. I'll just look at the floor. Oh, the person in the flat below is also... Damn it. I wish I could close my eyes, but I have no eyelids. Or no eyes. I'm constantly aware. Ah, well, I guess I will just look at them all then. Hmm. Hmm. Good technique. Ah, yes. He's got a rhythm going. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, she really knows her way around herself. Oh, he's... Oh. Oh, boy. Oh. Why did he have to go and do that? Red card! Red card! Surely there's another way he can... Uh, oh, they are nearly finished. I'd best play dumb. Ah. Ah. Oh, excuse me. I was just going to wash my hands in the bathroom sink. Do you want to go first? No, you go. No. Clutterbuck? No. After Wendy. Um. Ah. Jim? Hey, quite a crowd here in the bathroom. Mind if I get to the sink? Just need to wash my hands. Jim, I thought you were watching Porky's old movies in your room. I was. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to Jim. Happy birthday to me. Ah, all soaped and clean. Just dry off. Does someone want to pass me a towel? Mm, I think you better get it yourself, Jim. Okie dokie and dry, dry, dry. All yours, guys. Ah, uh, you go first, DM. Okay, I'm going to have to try to turn the handles with my elbows. Don't want to touch anything. <laughs> It smells like mushrooms in here. Is that coming from your hands, Clutterbuck? Uh, that's what it always smells like, Wendy. It does. <sighs> happy birthday to me, happy birthday to me, happy birthday to DM, happy birthday to me. Okay, all done. Look, I'll just stand here and I'll turn the handle on and off and that'll help you guys. Hmm, thanks, DM. We can just wash our hands under the tap together, Clutterbuck. Wendy! Our fingers might get pregnant. Uh, fine. Mm. Happy birthday to me, happy birthday to me, happy birthday to you, Clubbuck, happy birthday to me. Oh, done. Happy birthday to me, happy birthday to me, happy birthday to Wendy, happy birthday to me, happy birthday, happy birthday. Your hands are clean, Wendy. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> Do you feel better now? Yeah, I guess. See? And now none of us are thinking about sex. None of us are ruled by that anymore. We are sophisticated human beings now. And all it took was us all masturbating simultaneously at three in the afternoon while effectively standing a few feet away from each other to do it. Hello. Hello, Gordon. Clutterbuck has a few things to teach you, DM. Oh, really? In what regard? Hmm. Oh, DM, I wanted to say the mirror really made my aim better. Oh, good. Yeah, but it's hard to coordinate a bit because, you know, all your actions are reversed. At one point, I was accidentally rubbing my knee. See? And now none of us are thinking about sex. Isn't it great? Listeners, how do you cope with being single? How do you make sure that sex does not rule your day? How do you stop thinking about sex? Call in and let us know your tips for the single life or for stopping yourself from thinking about sex on 83135000 or right on our Facebook wall. You're listening to Wendy Jim, the disembodied alien intelligence Clutterbuck, and the DM here on The Role Playing Hour on Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM, digital radio, and online. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash theroleplayinghour. Our old episodes can be found at our WordPress site at theroleplayinghour.wordpress.com and also at the Radio Adelaide website itself. But right now, call in on 83135000 or write on our Facebook wall and tell us your tips for surviving single life or tell us what you do to stop thinking about sex all the time. Time!
This is Lance Hendrickson and I hate the role-playing hour and I can sometimes be quite scary. So you should listen to me. No bullshit. I love to curse. So, <clears throat> what do we got? We got Ben... We won't say his last name. What have you... <laughs> ben. Ben says, Hi guys, disembodied alien, and Wendy. I stopped thinking about sex and letting it rule my day by trying to think of all the flavors of ice cream. I can think of. If that doesn't work, I go over the lore of the Lord of the Rings or something else. Sensual strawberry. Really, it's a mind exercise. Also, a good video game never hurts. Yes, the lore of Lord of the Rings would work. Yeah, you'd be like, I can't even remember any of it. I there are elves, lots of dins and dals, doings. I don't, I don't know. like the ice cream idea because if I eat ice cream, I'm going to get fat. And if I get fat, I have to go to the gym. <laughs> Porky. I knew we know how it's when we go to gym. Mm. You're reminded of Porky, yes, it'd be tragic. <laughs> <gasps> Porky's ghost. Uh, <laughs> so thank you for that, Ben. That's useful. Um, good video game, yeah. Lord of the Rings, yeah. Elf Duin and the other elves, the Sylvan Duel and the Duinal and the Dren Duin. Please that's stop. my Lord of the Rings knowledge. Please stop. I guess if someone was actually thinking about, like, say, Lord of the Rings. See the movies; they they may end up, I know, straight back to sex. Porks are pretty hot. One does not simply mm. pork into Mordor. Something <laughs> <laughs> like that. I don't know. Anyway, it's a pity we didn't we didn't air our vagina dentata speech during the musical break. <laughs> that was way more funny than what we're saying now. <sighs> yeah. Uh, quick, quick! Someone ask us about that. <laughs> Badge bite. Badge bite. Uh, there was a suggestion that if you do have vagina dentata that you should um, put toothpaste on your hands mm. when you beat off because <laughs> you can get kill two birds with one stone, as they say. <laughs> um, whoa, we're, we're quite bad for time, aren't we? Well, we better tell you very quickly about a fantastic thing called a free pass to SA's Institution of Live Music, the Governor Hindmarsh Hotel. Woo! You can win double passes to shows at the Gov, and the pa- it's valued at $400, plus meal vouchers valued at $200. Woo! That's $600, kids. Woo! How can I win that? Well, you just have to subscribe to Radio Adelaide. Better than entering a lottery or a raffle or something like that, because every month, not that many people subscribe. You've got pretty good odds. I think the if you're a lifetime subscriber, you go into every single draw, so you'd be up against them. But otherwise, it's a small, small team. That you're up against, so you'd have a reasonable chance. And you'd be supporting community radio, and isn't that great? The support last month was really good. If we could get that every month, then I think, you know, the station would probably have non-squeaky chairs in here. Wouldn't Barely. that be great? Mm. Uh, mm. And, you know, it is. Th- th- there aren't many stations around like this. Maybe that's a good thing that there are some. So if you think it's a good thing, you can support. $75 is the, uh, what it costs to subscribe for a year, or $40 concession. Um, and to subscribe, you just dial 8313-5000 during business hours. Look for the website. That'll give you some details on how to subscribe. Uh, and, yeah, then you also, you also get a magazine sent out to you with information about the station and pictures things like of that. us pictures for of pictures us. of us you need to go to our facebook page we oh. have quite a few there um i particularly like the one of me suckling at steve from bleep yeah mm. good cover it's hard to take photos of the disembodied alien intelligence because he is just gaseous light correct it looks like one of those old-timey victorian fake ghost photographs mm. i look like someone trying to capture a fart on film it does not work well hmm hmm mm. 
Mm. Oh, that one got you. The fart on film. That was the good joke? This is J.G. Hertzler. I hate the role-playing hour. I hate it so much that I sent an entire fleet of Vulture-class heavy cruisers to blow them out of the sky. And I am your son. <laughs> Go on. <sighs> Ah, that's for me. I called a medium. A <laughs> medium? He'll help me get into contact with the spirit of Herschel. You're contacting Porky in the world beyond? Yes. But why? Because, well, it's time to tell you. I love him, Wendy. I love him with all my heart. Ever since I saw his movie serials three hours ago in which he dresses as a superhero and is chained up and at the mercy of his swarthy captors, I've loved him like no other. I know he's the only man I will ever want. <gasps> and the medium will help me contact him. No, wait! I'm going to be alone in my life. I might as well stay with Porky so I can be with him in heaven. I wanted to take my breakup back. But Wendy, did nothing reach it, you stick. You don't need human companionship or rumpy pumpy. Not in heaven or on earth. We're all, each of us, ultimately alone anyway. And that's the truth of life. Shush, DM. I'm paying the medium, so I'm talking to Herschel. You dumped him. You can just butt out. He doesn't need you. No, I changed my mind. I want him back. When Porky's speaking to us through the medium, he'll just have to choose between you and me. Fine. Where did you even find a medium, Jim? Oh, I called on some of my lesbian Wiccan connections. The lesbian Wiccan crowd is crawling with mediums. Oh. I feel kind of bad for lesbians, you know? When people think of gay men, they think fun, fabulous, popular, skilled. When people think of lesbians, they think dour, angry, resentful. Neither cliches are true. We need to elevate lesbians, make them more fun. Mm-hmm. We need to elevate lesbians on transparent walkways. Mm-hmm. See, that attitude doesn't help, Clutterbuck. Lesbians aren't there to be your erotic playthings. Whose erotic playthings are they there then to be? Other lesbians, lesbians they like, and consent to be erotic playthings of. Anyway, the medium has literally been standing outside the door for two minutes. Let me let him in. Hello, I am Baron Von Misty Vale Potter, your medium. Hmm. I thought you, uh, you said you ordered a medium, not a large gym. Shh, don't make fun of my medium's weight. Where can I set up my seance paraphernalia? Uh, over here on the table. Me and Clutterbuck were in the middle of a miniatures-based tabletop war game on that table. We're halfway through turn seven after five months. Oh, you can't move anything or the game will be ruined. Just clear it off, medium. Did you know that whenever you play a war game, you actually influence the course of a real war in an alternate dimension? Quantum entanglement. Uh, really? What about when a cat knocks off all the pieces? Dysentery, starvation, all those hazards of war games people always ignore. Perhaps in another universe, someone is playing a war game of you earthlings. Medium, are you good at helping ghosts make great decisions about getting back with their exes after they cheated on them with death? I do not influence the decisions of the spirits. The spirits merely speak through me. Okay, crystal ball and Ouija board are in place. Can we get going now? Sit around the table. When the spirit appears, would you like it to speak to you by Ouija board, in handwriting, through sexy pottery, or by PowerPoint presentation? Wow, you can do PowerPoint? Yes, I am a medium who can work <laughs> in any medium. Decoupage? <laughs> yes, I can speak to the spirits through decoupage. <laughs> What about decoupage? Can you do it through that? No, sorry, oh, just decoupage. Oh shit! <laughs> Speaking through you is fine. Can you speak? Can you speak to spirits through villainry? <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome. 
Come on, Porky, remember me. Don't go to gym. Everyone join hands. Who is it I am to summon from the world beyond? Super chap. I mean Herschel. He's called Porky. Very well. Think of this Porky Herschel super chap and we shall begin. Om mani padme om, om mani padme om, om. Oh, by the way, Jim, how are the lesbian Wiccans? Yeah, they're good. Really? I always found them a bit dour and resentful. Yeah, they can be sometimes. Do we uh, Do we really have to hold hands? Wendy, which hand did you use earlier to cast out your biological urges, right or left? Hey, I don't want cooties. I, I wash my hands, Clutterbuck, you saw. Oh, money, pardon me, um, the spirit of Herschel is coming through. I can feel it getting closer. Yes! Come in, Porky. Come closer, come inside. Come inside me, Porky. And the spirit... It is overtaking me. Now I am no longer Baron von Misty Vale Potter, acclaimed medium, but I am Herschel. Herschel? Can you hear me? Yes. Why have you summoned me from rest in the world beyond and brought me into the body of this famous and fabulously attractive medium? All of us here on the other side know this medium and admire and respect his work. He really is the best. Everyone in the afterlife says so, though it is nice to be in his renowned body. Speak! Why have you summoned me? Well... You cheated on me with death, but I want to get back together. I'm sorry I broke up with you at your grave, but I was emotional. Mm. No, Porky, it's me, Jim. You met me once, I think. I think I introduced myself. Anyway, I saw you wang in the gym. The important thing is, I've seen your earlier movies now. In heaven, you're young again, right? I love you. I've always loved you ever since I saw you in contrived pseudo-bondage serials. Please, Porky, I just want you to love me back. We should be together. Mm. Well, Porky, who do you choose? Me or Jim? Who do you want to be together with forever? I choose... Jim, because he has been wise enough to pay this celebrated medium, and this demonstrates that he has a good heart and taste. Also, I am sure he will tell all his friends about the medium skills, which, again, seems like the moral thing to do. Oh, rejected. Yes. Now, I will just leave this body and... No, uh, no, no, uh, stay. Stay in the body. Uh, I, <clears throat> I, I feel my grasp on this temporary mortal substance slipping. You get... Uh, hey, you get paid by the hour, right? Keep uh, the spirit inside you. Don't let it go. <clears throat> uh, uh, yes. The spirit is inside me, the spirit of Porky. Still. Say, I am super chap. What? <clears throat> Say it. I, oh, I am Super Chap. Say, oh no, I've been imprisoned in the body of this medium. My one weakness. Oh no, I have been <clears throat> imprisoned in the body of this medium. It is my one weakness. Mm. I feel so helpless and trapped despite my muscles and my superpowers. I feel so trapped and helpless. Oh, Porky, come here. No, stop kissing me. You cannot do this to the body of your medium. Shut up. Keep the spirit inside. You're helpless, super chap. Helpless. You'll bend to my will. You cannot stop my hand going down your pants. But, Jim, that is not an appropriate thing to do with a famous medium. You must you must treat the mortal shell I am temporarily inhabiting more politely. I think... No! You must not rap against my lab with your semi. That's not a semi-medium. Oh, my 
God, there's more. So big. Uh, I just remembered there are some emmons I had to run before I died. I better go and run them now. No, super chap, you're staying right here. Um, do we have to keep holding hands or? Rejected by Porky. First he cheats at me with death and now this. I am really alone. Please, this famous medium could sue you for what you're doing to his mortal shell. He's beginning to wish he joined the union because they would have fought for his rights in times like this. Shut up. Time to turn the volume to low, medium. Well, it was nice of the alien to post bail for Jim. It was the least I could do. I have been making a little extra for my sales job at the Beehive, and I thought... No, it shows real compassion, alien. How was your day, Wendy? Functioning. I just have to go to the bathroom sink. Be back in a bit. Hey, guys. Hey, Jim, I heard you on the phone earlier. Who are you talking to? My lesbian Wiccan connections. Got me in touch with some people who do black magic. Ah, where are you going with that shovel? Graveyard. 